0: Hey everyone, welcome to Web of Webmaster Radio.fm. It is the third of October 2019. It's Jim Hedger from Always Media. And Dave Davies from Beanstalk Internet Marketing is in the each somewhere. He's um he's out there. He's not in the studio. Uh and if he's listening, I know he's gonna join us any second now. But we do have in the house the one and only Dixon Jones. Uh y'all might remember him. He's that guy from uh, Majestic Tools that uh that obscure little link building uh, operation they have uh, in, in, in the UK that like everybody in the digital marketing uh, sector uses, <laughs> Dixon is releasing a new tool. As In fact, Dixon has released a new tool. It's called InLinks. It, uh, it's a semantic SEO tool, studies the relationships between words and concepts and perceptions as Google sees it. We have uh, Dixon in the house today is the launch date of inlinks this is a serious treat dixon welcome to Ethology,
2: jim it's it's a really it's a pleasure to be here it really is thank you very much
0: okay well um i wish dave was here i know i dave and i have both been part of the uh the what what was a closed and rather rather quiet secret beta group um that yeah. beta group is no longer closed and secret. You are wide open for business.
2: Um, well, I, yeah, we still got, we're still uh, keeping those people close to our chest. Cause we kind of, uh, I mean, uh, we, we just, uh, you know, that's a, a good group of friends of, of mine. It's about a hundred people in there, but, but you know, I know them all really. And, uh, so they, <laughs> the ones that are trying are really happy to tell me what's wrong with the tools. <laughs> so it's very um, useful. <laughs> you
0: know, I, I, I want to stay on the experience of the beta testers and, and your experience with them. Um, so I, I want to get back to in links in a second. But what kind of feedback have you been getting from uh, from beta testers? How useful
2: okay, is that? well, so it's the first time I've done a, a that I've properly managed my own, you know, beta testing kind of group, and so I I kind of got, I went through all of my contacts and one of the lucky things is I've got quite a lot of them. Um, and, uh, and, 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 uh, put a hundred, hundred people into a Facebook group who I thought would be interested in what we've got. And they, the offer was, um, you know, I'm setting up a new tool, join the group. If you want to join the group, um, you know, and, uh, I, I, well I say that so we ended up with a hundred in the group um, and then yeah gave them about a week ago was it um, not, not a huge amount of time, but um, well actually it was a couple of weeks well, a week whilst I was preparing to have a, a closed system beta um, and uh, when we did go, around about 60 kind of signed up and and uh, and you know uh, tried it. But very few got to the end of the process, I think is, it's fair to say. So I learned a huge amount about why 60 people who are willing and keen to, um, you know, to, to try and find out about something new uh, didn't get to the end of the onboarding process. So uh, I learned a lot, um, but most of the feedback came from probably around about 10% of those people, really. Okay.
0: Okay um what is in links what is the goal in building out a semantic seo tool
2: okay so uh this this guy called fred Laurent um is a french seo and he came to me uh, around about 6 months ago i think and said look i've got this i've got this new idea and i know that you've sort of got some experience in link tools and uh, uh and uh, how about how about this and, and and what he um what he's done is he's redefined well, he hasn't redefined he's he's, he's taken uh, the idea of entity search and you know the idea of moving from you know strings to things that google has been doing for you know five years or so now um, and, and 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 really he understands pretty well uh, the 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 concept behind um, google's knowledge base a knowledge graph and uh, that is really interesting because instead of trying to build another SEO tool that you know, tries to develop, you know, content based around keywords and starts, um, you know, uh, uh, starts doing things with specific keywords, he's really built the system from the ground up to say, right, you know, we're working around uh, concepts. And as Google is, Google is working around concepts. So if you want to write about, uh, I don't know, trainers, then you better also talk about sneakers and you better also talk about adidas and nike and you better talk about all these words that are semantically close mm. to the idea of trainers i'm sorry i hope trainers is a is a, is same in america as it is in the uk but it's like it's
0: totally not trainers are running shoes and yes, exactly yes. It's, it's an apt example because um being Canadian, I'm able. I'm able to understand the, the contextual relationship, but yeah. many people in, in America mightn't use the, the, the word trainers at all, or even heard the word trainers.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, the interesting thing is that Wikipedia will either decide that they're going to call the entity of whether it's trainers or running shoes, it's the same thing, um, and uh, and uh, even those those different words to describe it. So, uh, Wikipedia will have one word for running shoes and trainers. Uh, as a concept and um, and label it that that way, but it doesn't mean to say that there's any difference between a running shoe and a trainer. So another one is um, trousers and pants. We found uh, as, as an interesting one along the way, uh, um, and, and that was yeah, interesting to see that you know Wikipedia treats them exactly the same. So therefore, the fact that they're completely different words, uh, you know, Google has associated them with with pretty much hundred percent confidence that they're they're meaning the same thing. Um, and that's the kind of thing that until we start looking at things on an entity level, we don't really pick up as SEOs. We we kind of assume that these things are different. But Google has now you know, used use the knowledge graph to, to say these things are exactly the same. I don't care what you call it. Um, it's the same thing.
0: Well, well, back in the olden days, the the good old days of, say, two and a half years ago, um, SEOs would chase after keywords. We would make these like exhaustive keyword lists, and then win, we'll winnow them down from say a thousand uh, variations on terms down to say a hundred or down to even fifty, yeah. and then start you know chasing after those terms. Yeah. What's changed? What's what, what's different in the process?
2: So, uh, well, there's quite a lot that's changed uh, in the process. But one of the things that's changed is that when you type in, uh, when a user types in a phrase into into Google. Uh, Google is deriving meaning uh, out of that that um, phrase even before it tries to deliver any kind of results um, and that meaning may change the uh, the nature of the search so uh, before when you typed in <clears throat> um, i't do know what 's the weather going to be like in uh, in in Washington, which is where I am today um, you know before it would come back with loads and loads of weather results um, and pages and then as Universal search came on. It started to to um, try and uh, uh, help you with things like the weather, and now it probably will give you a- the actual weather happening. You know, ripped off of somebody's somebody else's website, no <laughs> doubt, uh, and, uh, and and taken as its own with a little link at the bottom saying, you know, weather reply re- weather supplied by Accu Accu, Accu-, Accu- Weather, or you know by the BBC or whatever it may be. Um, So uh, the weather channel, that's what I should have said. Sorry, Topher. Um, And uh, uh, so, um, so Google is deriving meaning. And then once it's found the meaning, what it wants to do, it's still, it's still providing the old results as before, but what it wants Mm -hmm. to do is add layers of depth. And, and so uh, it, it can now, you know, say, you know, I, I can give you a lot. It, Google can try and give you a lot of information about an individual subject um, derived from multiple multiple sources. Another way to look at it, Jim, is um, and uh, is is that uh, the number of URLs on the internet is in the trillions, mm-hmm. and that's a lot of records to store um, and a lot of records to look up when you're trying to build a search engine. The number of concepts that it's at, that those those URLs are talking about. Oh, man. Are actually only in the billions. Then really? they're, they're much less than the number okay. of pages because there's a thousand pages on how to tie a bow tie. There's a thousand pages on ten best things to do in Washington. There's a thousand pages on sure. you know okay. uh, or, or, or whatever it may be. So the content, the con- the the content is repeating itself again and again and again and again. And if you had a massive encyclopedia, um, there would not be a trillion. Um, things in there to look up so what google's trying to do one of the reasons i believe that google is trying to get this knowledge graph to work is that it scales much much better because if they understand a lot a a, a lot about two billion ideas and two billion ideas is all we actually think about in life then it can go much much deeper and it's gone from a trillion records down to you know you know billions of records which um allows it to scale a lot a lot better it's basically a more efficient way of holding information um, and uh, a, a, a more efficient way of, uh, of, of delivering that information back to the user that that at the at the core of the system I think is very very important to to understand because it changes our perception as, as we're writing web pages and content we kind of we just want Google to come and come to our website but um, but google Google's you know going to come to our website but not necessarily going to deliver the, the user to right, afterwards? Well,
0: there's going to be a point in, in, in our conversation where I'm going to try to cut to the core of inlinks and how it works. And, and, and I just want to preface, like, if any questions I ask that you just can't answer, please feel free to just not answer. Sure. N- sure. No one's going to be offended or weirded out. If I ask all sorts of dumb things.
2: Uh, I wouldn't but, worry. I'll, I'll weird myself out, so that's okay.
0: <laughs> um, there is, for, 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 for inlinks to process, so much language, uh, the relationship between words, you have to have gone to a fairly large database. Um, where did it, it? I keep thinking that Majestic had a copy of the internet tucked away in its back pocket somewhere.
2: Um, Oh, Majestic definitely does. Yeah, absolutely. Did
0: you, are you using any of that data in Inlinks?
2: <laughs> no, we're not using any of Majestic's data uh, at the moment in, in the Inlix, uh system. Uh, but but you're right, Majestic has got one of the biggest indexes of the internet on the planet. It doesn't have all the words on all the pages, but yeah, it, it does crawl... Billions and billions of every day. Majest. Uh, so Inlinks is working differently. It's um, you know Fred likes to say you know he doesn't like big data. He likes smart data. Um, it's uh, it's very true that we're using big ideas that have to be generated through big um, big data plays. Uh, but um, we can also leverage the fact that google is building a system that is designed to be much much more efficient than um, the whole web so uh, what we what we don't have to do uh, on in links we have to we have to understand all the concepts yes but the concepts are in the billions they're not in the trillions so um, so, so uh, we have a a slightly easier task in some regards uh, but in other regards uh, yeah we 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 have a lot of information and data that we can get our hands on um and uh, i don't really want to go too much into the details of it but uh what i would say is that google does does give us some guidance onto on on how um how they're trying to uh, analyze things and if you go onto the site and put in a just put in a web page then uh we actually pull back some of the google um salient stuff uh, straight out of google 's api there that 's not necessarily all the stuff that we 're using, but you know there are data sets out there that we can start and and start to understand the world semantically instead of in terms of of keywords i 'm probably yapping on there actually because i 'm trying not to answer the question
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, i can't say blame you I, I apologize I'm not, and again i 'm probably going to ask a couple of questions that try to cut close, but i 'm fascinated with what with what inlinks is doing and trying to do. Um, okay. I ran a uh, a, a baseball um, equipment related website through uh, through inlinks, and some of the information given back given back to me was so counterintuitive. But when you look into it, like it, it actually makes a lot of sense.
2: Okay. Well, that's a good thing. Um, it, it's a good thing in a way. Uh, and it's probably a bad thing because it means that, you know, the, you didn't have maybe as much content as you thought. And it, and, and that made it difficult to understand the concepts, uh, in the way that Google's trying to do. Um, but, but basically, Inlix is trying to do three things, uh, really. Um, the first is, uh, well, I'll move backwards. So the first is, um, if you're trying to design some content in the old school, days of saying right, I want to get number one for you know uh, you know big red chilies or something I know then um, what it'll do is it'll start uh, looking at all of the pages that are ranking for big red chilies and analyze all of those pages to try and find out what things they're talking about that um, Google thinks are important. So uh, it'll have a look at all those results and uh, have a look at those that, that content and um, pull out the entities that are talked about in those pages. And that could be huge. I mean, I, I looked at one uh, web, web, uh, Wikipedia article the other day, uh, 30,000 words. I mean, that's just crazy. Um, so, uh, so, so that's quite a lot of information to extract. Um, but we could extract those into... Potentially uh, thousands of different entities that are being talked about within within that collective content, uh, and then we can tabulate that and work out which content which entities are most popular uh, and most important and we can also categorize that into into topics so what we then do is break it down saying right if you really want to write something about um, Queen, for example, then if you're talking about Queen um, the band, then start talking about these entertainment-based sort of topics that everyone else is talking about. If you're talking about Queen the, uh, the, um, in terms of society and politics, then you probably want to talk about royalty and England and Buckingham Palace and that kind of stuff. Um, and it sort of shows you the different sorts of things that, that are important, that Google thinks are important, not in terms of keywords but in terms of entities and ideas. Um, so it's it's creating content or creating content briefs in a different way the second thing it does is very very simple it'll create all the schema for any of your web page because it'll analyze the web page and create that schema markup for you and then the third thing it's doing is um if you associate pages with topics and ideas then it will go through the website and uh work out that you've talked about you know Queen over on this page over here, and you need to link it through to you know the, the the queen the queen page over here and that kind of thing. So it will do the internal linking for you because it's using JavaScript. So because Google now is so good at crawling uh, at seeing JavaScript, we can now do things that SEOs were just unable to do before. So frankly, you can install the one line of JavaScript in the footer, and then the rest can be managed from 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 the Inlinks console. Um, sure.
0: Uh, actually, I meant to take a break after that answer, but just, just to get into this, this will dramatically lighten the load of a website. Uh,
2: it, yes, it, sh- it, sh- it keeps it really, really um, lean and mean for sure, um, because we effectively f- uh, flat write those JavaScript files as well. So um, it should uh, keep the files. Uh, keep the sites really really quick um and uh i think more important well just as importantly uh the seo specialists they're still gonna have to work they're still still gonna have to understand what the hell we're doing here i mean you can use this stuff and break uh, and, and really confuse a website um just as easily as uh, as make it better but um all of a sudden now a lot of the hard lifting are for for the for the for the grunt work of seos um can be done, you know, on, on, on the website. So you don't have to uh, go through every article and rewrite the articles. Uh, well, I mean, if you have to rewrite the articles, then that's what you have to do. But if you, uh, want to, you want to look at an article and you say, oh, they're talking about all these other things that are on the website, but I can't link to them unless I go back to them and get them to change the code on the website, you no longer have to do that because we'll be able build those links to the other articles on the fly through the JavaScript.
0: Okay. We need to take a break. Uh, we need to take okay. a, a quick commercial break. I hope we can get you to stick around because I want to come back and talk about, you know, writing the, writing the uh, internal link structure and, uh, uh, you know, wor- working out the relationship between uh, different pages. I have tons of stuff I want to talk about, but before we can talk about that stuff, friends, we got to take a break here on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm. You were listening to Webcology on October the 3rd, 2019. In-house, we have Dixon Jones from Inlinks. Stick around. we got more interesting stuff coming up after these messages.
2: Sit
1: tight and don't move. Web College will be back after this short break. Miami may be the sun and fun capital of the world, but it's also home to the largest aurary festival in the U.S., Don't miss the Miami Book Fair, a week-long festival featuring more than 600 authors from all over the world with readings, signings, and panels capped off by a three-day street fair. Find books in English, Spanish, and Creole for every interest and every age, from biographies and novels to poetry and comics. This year, come meet poets Richard Blanco, Reginald Dwayne Betts, and Joy Harjo. Award-winning novelists T.C. Boyle, Susan Choi, Edwidge Danticat, Taya Obrate, Julie Oranger, Leonard Pitts, and Karen Russell, plus authors exploring issues of the day such as Eve Ensler, Alex Cutwolitz, Danny Shapiro, Daryl Pickney, Ambassador Samantha Power, George Wilt, and hundreds more. Take the little ones to Children's Alley for hands-on activities, characters, and storytelling. Enjoy music, food, and fun for the whole family right on the downtown Miami Dade College campus, November 17th to the
3: 24th. For detailed schedules and tickets, visit MiamiBookFair.com. It passes before it's noticed. A slight rising of the eyebrows, a widening of the eyes. It may be accompanied by an almost imperceptible inhalation. The heart adds a beat like a quiet exclamation point on the experience. Within a tenth of a second, the reaction has passed, but not without leaving its mark. Someone found what they're looking for. Does your website deliver impulses to act? It can. Intended Consequences is the podcast for digital marketers who see their job as changing hearts and minds. If you're frustrated, bored, or in a rut, it's time to spread your wings with me, Brian Massey, and my guests. Find out how successful, curious, creative, and data-driven marketers are making a difference on purpose. Visit IntendedPodcast.com or find us where you get your podcasts. Intended Consequences. Marketing on purpose.
1: Jamming and spamming. Cashing in the clicks. SEO is always in session. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to webcology only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts, Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Jim
0: Hedger from Digital Media and Dave Davies from Beast Internet Marketing is out there in the wild somewhere, looking to be captured. If you find him, please treat him well and put him back on the radio again. Um, we are joined though by Dixon Jones from Inlinks, um, and uh, we were just about to get into some like we were talking about interesting stuff before. Now we're going to get into fascinating stuff. Um, Dixon, uh, I'm looking at the Inlinks page, and by the way, friends, uh, Inlinks, I N L I N K S dot net. Check it out; they have a um, they have a free plan twenty pages a month analyzed, costs you nothing. Yep, want we got to get go, we got to get you hooked somehow. Indeed, you want to work your way up. Yeah, hundred pages a month up to nine thousand seven hundred and uh, seventy-five pages. Floating yes, rate.
2: So, yeah, if you want to spend that much, yeah. yeah.
0: Above ten thousand a month, then you got to call in links and 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 work out a package. Um, most pages I'm working on these days, most websites I'm working on, I should say, these days are. Well, let's say ten thousand pages um, wouldn't even scratch the surface. Like we get yeah. these never-ending e com sites. Yeah. How does uh, How does Inlinks deal with that?
2: Okay, so here's here's a thing. Uh, you may have ten thousand pages, but you probably haven't got ten thousand content pages. Uh, and if you have got ten thousand page content pages, then. Uh, then the only reason that we're not going over 10,000 pages right now is we want to make sure that we can scale. Um, and we want to make sure that we don't, you know, have, uh, have, you know, YouTube and you know, the BBC and, you know, everybody <laughs> all coming up and then just putting the whole lot on there. Um, we, we don't know what will happen after, you know, after the second million pages or something. Uh, so, um, so that's, that's really, we just want to be careful about uh, those implementations and we don't want them to go wrong because, um, if you set this up wrong, then then you know bad SEO is still bad SEO. Oh, uh, so yeah. the, um, the 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 thing is though, there's no absolutely no harm in starting a really big web page uh, website with a hundred pages uh, and analyzing a hundred pages. It just takes it slow because uh, the first thing that you have to do is um, decide what are the strongest hundred pages. Um, so. Uh, by default, what we're doing is we're taking uh, one of the one of the the, the common APIs, uh, Bing, SEMrush, um, uh, Google itself, you know. Um, but taking um, taking pages that, that we think are at the top of those uh, those um, kind of APIs, and saying, right, we'll take those by default. If you want to overwrite them and and, and put different ones, then fine. But we'll uh, we'll start with those so that we can get you up and running. Um, the uh, so you can you can create the schema for those pages you can create the uh the um optimization for those pages and those pages can then start linking to each other um and then once you've got confidence that that that's working then you can expand expand from 100 pages to 1000 pages or to 10000 pages um now if you've got a million pages the chances are a lot of those pages are um you know product pages um, which are generally either not very informationally rich or are using the same content again and again and again and again. Um, so it's not that you can't use that, but I think that um, the way the way that. Uh, inlinks works best is with rich content sites and and rich content content pages because we need to see you know preferably at least 300 words of of text about a, about a, a concept or an idea to be able to break it down and understand uh, derive meaning from from it so uh, you know the 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 sites that have millions of pages fine but you're going to need a professional setup, really. And it, and and, and s- after after a while, there'll be plenty of SEOs that understand in links enough to be able to do professional setups. But right now, we don't want the big guys to uh, to do it, and then they their organic traffic tanks. We want we want to be careful about it.
0: Oh, indeed. Okay, so. I, 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 just an SEO aside, this is another reason, I and mean, Dave Davies and I harp on this like all the time on the show, why file structure and then smart file structure is so critically important. Could you imagine, uh, and I'm actually, I'm, I'm sure you can, because you must have imagined, uh, sorting out the content pages from the product pages, knowing what to put into into the link system to get the optimal results. Um, I've seen, I I have this one website I was doing a test on the other day. I ran it through Screaming Frog and Screaming Frog started just following and filling in forms. And suddenly I'm measuring hundreds of thousands of pages in what should be a four or 5,000 page site.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: how, I I guess by having people, by having the user tell you exactly what they want, um, examined that, 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 that that's how you get around that problem.
2: That's one way we get around it. I mean, we 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 suggest pages that they that they've got to do. But the the most critical thing, and what we found in the beta testing, is that people don't get this. Is the most important thing is that we need to associate the the prime landing pages with um, uh, entities with with topics and ideas. And what a lot of people were doing was uh, they were saying, "Right, I want to rank for blue uh, blue running shoes." Uh, and then they were um, they were putting in blue running shoes, which isn't an entity in itself. That's not an entity. The color blue is an entity, and running shoes or trainers, the same thing, are, are, is an entity. But you can't um, you can't if you put in uh, blue running shoes, then that's not an entity. So the only way we can pick up links um, within the site of concepts that are uh, about blue running shoes is an exact match, which isn't a very good idea, um, and one that Google, you know, pretty much. Saw through many years ago. Um, what Google wants to do is say, right, okay, you're saying that this page is about running shoes and it's about the color blue. And then when we're going through and we're seeing, you know, words like trainers or uh, sneakers or um, azure or uh, other colors or aqua or whatever, other colors or shades of blue, uh, whatever it may be, then then we can uh, we can associate those with the landing page that's around the concept of running shoes and um, and Blue, um, and what people are doing is they're trying to put in keywords and say, right, I want to rank for this keyword. It's not about ranking for the keyword; it's about having the right content for um, uh, to describe in full and to satisfy the user as well as Google uh, all the information they need about a particular concept. Um, and and from that perspective, the the um, the URL structure doesn't matter f- as long as there's proper content on the page for um, Google uh, and, and now in links to, to derive that, that individual meaning throughout the sentences on the page. I'm not saying that, that, I, that, that the URL structure isn't important. I'm saying that the content links are a, a very different type of uh, linking than the uh, navigational link structure. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, indeed, indeed. I was just mentioning the URL structure for the uh, the SEO, uh, his or herself, when um, figuring out which pages are critical and which pages are like product pages.
2: Um, oh, right. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Because you want you you want the uh, the the proper information pages to be, you know, reasonably at the top of that hierarchy. Because uh, all of those pages are going to uh, link back into that uh, the, that that those key concepts, right?
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, Okay, so let's talk about um, organizing the internal link structure, like, or optimizing internal link structure. Um, yeah. We're in a world where we're, 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 we're entering um, almost, I guess for want of a better phrase, conversational search, and that changes our relationship with everything from uh, 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 how we're phrasing um, body text on page to how we're phrasing the anchor text in our links
2: um yeah
0: how, how do you handle
2: that uh well there's quite a few things here um so the way that mag- the, the inlinks see, see you got my, my history is still there and, <laughs> sorry uh the uh the way that uh inlinks is describing a, a content brief uh to a content writer is how they should should um structure a web page we take the the major uh most occur re- recurring themes uh and just just Put the entity in 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 a list. So so say right. Talk about these ten. You know, to choose five out of these ten ideas and put them in your in your first paragraph and or your summary section and stuff. Then start talking about these ideas and these ideas and these ideas. And we kind of break down the page and say talk about these ideas. Um, but uh, one of the but but another way of looking at it um, is. One of the things that's frustrating me about the knowledge graph is that Google is actually asking us to structure things, structure meaning, um, in in very simplistic terms. Uh, I've always, when I uh, have done writing online before, my my spelling is bad and atrocious, so I do apologise to anyone that tries to read anything I put up. But um, but I I do use. Alliteration quite a lot. I use uh, a wider vocabulary than, than than average, and actually, that turns out to be harder for Google to interpret than just putting down simple concepts in lists. So they're really encouraging you to put down simple context. and I, I and that's frustrating me because I, I I worry that uh, as humans, uh, Google's training us to um, to to talk in simpler concepts so that the machines can then put that into machine-readable language. Uh, And I regret that, but, you know, that's what SEO is is becoming. It's actually dumbing down society, I think, a little bit.
0: Well, look look what we did to the news
2: game, eh? Yeah. Well, I'm blaming Google. Um, There's there's another thing, there's another problem in in it as well, in that the, the knowledge graph is getting derived predominantly from Wikipedia, Wikipedia kind of uh, stuff. So, what they're using is Wikimedia as a uh, a Wikidata as a a training set for learning other things. So, there will be an article for uh, you know for Roger Deacon from Queen, and there'll be they'll they'll have already connected that up to Queen. Um, through through the Wikipedia links and stuff, which are, the internal linking on Wikipedia is awesome. By the way, incredible when you look at it. Uh, um, it's it's done on the fly. It's uh, uh, done uh, really really well, and uh, and really lifts uh, Wikipedia to a to, the, to a new level in terms of internal linking. Uh, but I think that um, uh, what's interesting there is that the kind of topics that get into Wikipedia are the kind of topics that are written by. Really weird people. I mean, who do you think people that edit Wikipedia entries are representatives of society of the world as a whole? I think they're largely based in uh, America and the UK. Um, I think they're largely uh, rather strange SEO. We, we, not not even SEO, but the kind of people that edit edit um, content on Wikipedia are not representative of society as a whole. No. And, no. and And then that's compounded by the fact that if you're an expert or if you're specifically interested in um, one article or one one page, then actually that means that you've got some kind of uh, uh, of clash of interest so you're not allowed to enter to, to to talk about that so in actual fact, what they're saying is if you are an expert on very a world expert on a very specific thing like your name for example you're not allowed to go and edit your things about your name because that's a conflict of interest so they're actually <laughs> they're actually shooting themselves in the foot philosophically because uh, a world expert should be the very person that's writing content for Wikipedia so what you're getting then is a learning system that's based on any biases that have come out of that original original concept and I and I think that that's why um, knowledge graphs are way way worse in different languages because because most of Wikipedia is in English, uh, and every time it goes over to other languages, uh, the the, uh, the raw data is much, much less. Um, and so, you know, uh, three-quarters of the world is pretty much underrepresented, upper, underrepresented in the knowledge graph at the moment. I'll stop is, there.
0: <laughs> is, well, is that... Um, is that going to be a problem for in-links moving forward? You want you want to expand and work with, obviously, as many yep. places as, well as you can, uh, China, so Yeah. Is that going well, to be a problem
2: for you? Uh, well, yes, in that. Um, uh, yes, in one way and no in another. So yes, in that it makes it harder for us to work in different languages. We're working in English and French at the moment. Um but the the reason it's hard is due to the underlying data sources, not due to and, and due to Google's understanding as well. So, um, as as better data sources come online, the, the knowledge graph in, increases and gets better in different languages, um, and and so we we will as well. But the um, the other side of that is that our job right now as an SEO tool is to Help users understand and interpret content in more in a, in, a, in the way that Google does in terms of entities and concepts instead of in terms of strings and keywords. Um, so, because we're building off of the same concepts and raw data ideas as, as Google, um, we're just telling you really what Google wants right now. Um, and until Google gets better. Um, then uh, uh, then it's fine. We, we're kind of telling you how, how it is, really, because there's only one unified um, uh, idea of truth in the world uh, at that kind of scale, and it's, in its, it's a Wikimedia system, and that's open source. So uh, from, from that point of view, everybody's using the same thing. Google's building its own knowledge graph on, uh, on top of that and using the free data that it had before, but um, it, nevertheless, it's still, you know, a fact is a fact um and uh, you know and you know the president of of you know fifa is the president of fifa and when when he or she changes then um you know, so does uh, so does the fact
0: you know being a, being i am i am a wikipedia editor and i can, I can assure you the president of fifa may be the president of fifa but it's going to generate an argument amongst other editors 100% guarantee it oh.
2: Yeah, because because of course, as soon as you change the FIFA um, president, you know there's lots of research and lots of data out there and lots of news sources that talk about the old the old FIFA president, uh, and and no no authoritative sources about the new one unless uh, unless you're going to take the uh, the announcement on the BBC, which I, I suspect they do do take. <laughs>
0: well, you got to go off something,
2: you, um, Jim, and you should just just write stuff about you know the weirdness of of Wikipedia readers. I don't I don't I I mean I don't quite get how wikipedia is working but it's managed to scale to quite an extent and it's very very impressive but yeah and it's, it's not representative of the, society is it
0: <laughs> no no not at all and but 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 you know what it's carried on for like for a decade and a half or more and it still has the same spirit it started with or, or relatively the same spirit that's a, that's a phenomenal project yeah uh, we have we got to take one more break can i get you to stick around for a few more minutes i i know you got a busy a busy a vacation.
2: Um, I mean, you're <laughs> oh, going. The...
0: Yeah, you the... You're going to PubCon,
2: are you not? I am. Yeah. So I came out a few days early. Uh, my kids have just gone to uni. My second kid, uh, my youngest, has just gone to university. So we're just just starting with empty nest syndrome. So uh, I thought, well, you know, good opportunity to come out with uh, with my wife and so and enjoy uh, enjoy Washington and uh, and and uh, have a bit of a break. Um, but yeah, we're heading from here onto PubCon next week
0: and you can see I understand you can see the White House from where you're sitting uh
2: well yeah I'm sitting on the desk but yeah my other window I've got cool. three windows in this uh, in this room which is great uh and one of the windows it's just behind the tree which is really annoying but you know I can see the White House yeah no, <laughs> it's only 100 yards away
0: if you can see them they can see you just want to remind you of that
2: hey I'm on a wi-fi connection that's probably not you know in any way you know restricted anyway so <laughs> no worries okay we got to
0: take a break, and if somebody is listening in, this is about to bore the heck out of them. But that's fine because they're they're what keeps this station on the air. So thank you, Homeland Security. Uh, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. Dave Davis from Based on Internet Marketing goes out there. By the way, Homeland Security, if you know where Dave is, let us know. Okay. Um, <laughs> you're, we're about to take a break here on Web you on Webmaster Radio FM. It's October the third, twenty nineteen. Stick around. More more with Dixon Jones after these messages.
1: sit tight and don't move webcology we'll be back after this short break are you looking for the best in wordpress speed security
0: and scalability wp engine is a digital experience platform for wordpress powering digital experiences for large brands around the world With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site
1: on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere synergize your search engine education from 101 to rock star level only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Commercials off. Now back to Web colleges only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here are the hosts Jim Hedger and Dave Davies.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to WebCulture here at webmasterradio.fm. It's October the 3rd, 2019. This show is being recorded live to podcast. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media, and we're joined, or I'm joined, by Dixon Jones uh, of Inlinks, inlinks.net, the semantic SEO tool. Uh, Dixon, uh, one of the things I love about our community is uh, the SEO community, people are always willing to jump in, help each other. Um, we were talking earlier about uh, about a hundred people or so that you know pretty well in the s e o industry who've um you know dedicated their time to 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 yep. help you and Fred explore this tool um what's some of the coolest feedback you got from them
2: uh well the coolest feedback is oh man uh my um, <laughs> organic traffic has doubled that's that's that's, cool <laughs> feedback. that's a good feedback um i mean that's the that's a feel good thing if you set it up right. Um, we're seeing, uh, seeing you know, organic traffic lifts that are pretty significant, um, and and I think that that's that's the obviously the the feel good buzz. Um, uh, the other thing I think is, I, I, I people are seem to be liking the fact that we're approaching the challenge in the same way that you know Google has moved over the last five years. On the other side of that, I think that. We are all so programmed to think about keywords and and, and you know and uh, and search phrases uh, that that um, we are all and I will put myself in the category find it very very difficult to think in terms of ideas and concepts uh, and, uh, and and from that point of view, we kind of sometimes are not using the tool or uh, in the way that we des- it was designed to be built well,
0: how um you had a vision when you when, when when you when you and Fred came up with the tool in the very beginning. You, you you knew what you wanted or what you thought you wanted. How much has that changed over time with your own experience using it, uh, developing it, and input you've gotten from others?
2: Okay, well, firstly, Fred came up with the tool. Um, so I'm yeah. I, you know uh, I, same with majestic. I I've found in life that I'm much better jumping on the back of giants. Um, <laughs> then uh, <laughs> my, my job is to, is to know everybody in the industry and look good. Um, and, uh, but, uh, but uh, the consequence of that is somebody else is, uh, is the, is the actual owner of the, uh, of the product and the idea. And in this case, it's Fred. So uh, when Fred came to me, he had tried something that was, uh, uh that, that hadn't, hadn't worked. Um, and he, and he had this new idea, um, on the go. And, uh, I, I, when I went through it with my, I guess my experience from from Majestic of understanding, um, you know, how people get engaged with a, with a pro- with a product an, a, an online product, a software as a service product. One of the things that um, I realised was that he was hoping that somebody was going to go along and uh, talk to a big agency um, sh- to convince them to use it tool, and then they kind of do things in big terms. And I know that's not how. We in the SEO industry like to work. We like to test and prod, and you know, and, and start cheap and, and invest money later. Um, and so uh, we had to change it around from uh, what was going to be an enterprise-only tool to a freemium kind of approach because that's my experience. That's how I've built uh, built sort of majestic built majestic up, uh, and it's also I know that the I know that the hundred people that have been helping me. Are very influential, but ultimately uh, not all of them are going to be uh, financially influential, so they 're not going to control all the budgets they 're not going to contr- control their clients' budgets or, or their their employers' budgets um, so they need to be able to learn the underlying stuff without having to spend you know thousands of dollars every month um, risking it in the eyes of the uh, the website owners. Um, and so we had to change that around. So we changed the business model um, to a freemium model.
0: Okay. We only have a couple of minutes left. I have a 100 other questions I want to ask. So I'm afraid things are going to get a little less ordered now as we're just trying to get questions in the last second. Moving into setting up, uh, uh, somebody who's interested in using in links, they want to set up an account. Yeah. What, how should they be thinking when they first hit the index page? When they first see the home page,
2: Yep. Okay. Well, when they go to the homepage, it's really easy. The only thing you do is you put in a web page um, and, uh, and then it's going to give you t- uh, three options. Either um, analyze that web page and what that, that's going to do is, is just go and uh, take the, the, the Google um, salience APIs and show you what Google thinks that web page is about. Um, and you can do that for a bit until we get bored and make you sign up, uh, or you can sign up for, or you can log in if you've already got an account, or you can sign up for a a free account, and then it will take the website and, uh, if it can, 19 other uh, so the homepage and 19 other pages, and try and make meaning out of it and try and take you through an onboarding process. The problem with that is that the world is a a pretty diverse place. And you might have put in a web page, a website that doesn't have 20 pages of deep content or, um, you know, or, or the, the pages that are most important, uh, according to Google, are the privacy page and the terms and conditions page, which <laughs> are not ideal really. And we might pull those kind of ones back and then we can't find any links in those pages that are relevant to different ideas. So we take you through an onboarding kind of routine, but it still needs people to engage brain 2.0. We're going to, Kind of develop more and more uh, kind of videos and things, and 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 I've put a video immediately under the the search box on the homepage of of, of me going through uh, and trying to explain what the tool's doing, uh, which I'm sure you know not everyone's going to think it's the best video, but uh, do my best, do my best. Um, but yeah, yeah, just put in a just put in a website and and off you go, really.
0: Now, when people think the phrase. Things, not strings. I think just the media and, and and the way we think, we're conditioned to think we're talking about um, the relationship with um, smart devices. Is uh, how does how to say this? Um, we are we're, we're entering the world where a world where we um, will search through a smart speaker, uh, yep. a home assistant device. Yep, that's conversational search. Um, and as we you know, we talk very differently than we type. Yeah. Um, how should SEOs be thinking about the data they're getting back from inlinks when thinking about the, the, the new ways the new ways that users are approaching search? Uh,
2: okay, so I think we can um, inlinks data will make it much more likely that Siri or uh, Google or you know uh, or uh, Cortana. Uh, uh, or Alexa, yeah, any whatever, whatever they are, all of them uh, will um, come back reading the content which was initially on your web page. I think you know, if you if you use our stuff, then uh, we we will um, have more chance that it's your stuff than somebody else's stuff. And so you know, it'll say according to Webmaster the best radio programs and podcasts on the web are this, 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 and this, um, and, and that's that's kind of brilliant. Um, but, uh, the danger for SEOs is that ultimately you still need the customer to, uh, make a living out of that. Um, and therein lies, uh, business challenges because, uh, if you've got a product that is just giving information away, then that's a problem because, you know, once you've given the information to the user, they don't need to come to your website at all, um, and and I, 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 that's 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 a real challenge, which an SEO can't easily fix. Um, the business owner has got to fix that one, you know. It- <laughs> well, yeah,
0: there's a there's a number of things that um, that I've often said we can bring people to your door. But we can't sell the the, the, the the merchandise for
2: you. Yeah, there's things that there's, so some tips that I have uh, for, for for doing that is to make sure that if you're going to have a list of you know of how to do something, put it in a list of more than six items so that uh, so that Google you know so so the uh, the, the the one box can, can go back with do this, do this, do this, do this, and then you know would you like the to see the rest of the information? Um, uh, so if you can come back with half of the problem then uh, then people still have to come to your door. So the one-box answer has to sort of answer most of the information, but not all of it. And the challenge with that is that if Google can find all of the answer from somewhere else, then they may go somewhere else because they're going to give a richer answer to the user.
0: Now, I want to impress this. I want to impress this on our listeners. They're, they're hearing you talking about the, the knowledge graph in one box, and they're thinking, well, I've never had a one-box uh, 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 solution in my life. I've been trying and trying, and I just can't get it two things that are important Inlinks is writing the schema for you it's 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 unlocking unlocking the 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 doors you need to get to the one box but more importantly it's giving you the relationship uh in concepts between words which helps you write the content that'll get you into the one box is that correct
2: yeah that's absolutely correct it's not going to guarantee you get into the one box um uh, but uh it it certainly will um, make that journey um, more likely, especially if you're talking, if you haven't got the ability to have a one box in your own, you know, your own right. uh, Then um, if you're combining two concepts, um, uh, then you're much more likely to be unique because, there won't be a, a web page specifically about one um the combination of those two entities, at least not on Wikipedia. Wikipedia has pages about individual entities. So if you're combining, you know, uh two entities and two ideas, then eventually the, the one box needs to find that blended edge case, if you see what I mean.
0: We've gone full clock. I'm getting notice from uh, studio that it is time. We've gone to a full hour. Just for the listeners out there, and, and Dixon, you'll be happy to know that Homeland Security did find Dave. He was buried under a terrible audit, and um, apparently he wasn't able to see the clock. Um,
3: harsh. <laughs>
0: harsh, I know, hey, eh? But it happens. Anyway, Dixon Jones from inlinks.net. Man, I can't say thank you enough. This has been this has been a fun, exciting, uh, completely interesting show. I have a thousand other questions that I need to ask, but um, I want I want to catch up with you in a few months, see how um, Inlinks is growing and going, and um, see if there's any changes. But if, if you're gonna be at PubCon. People can see you there next week in Las Vegas. Um, Please
2: do, yeah. I'm thank I'm also emceeing this. the Search Awards as well. So if they want to come along to that, you know, I'll be on the stage.
0: Oh, right on. Uh, I, I, I don't suppose, well, you might know, but you couldn't say who the personality in the year is. <laughs> who gets the tiara? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Dixon Jones, thank you so much for joining us on Webcology. Friends, you have been listening to Webcology on webmasterradio.fm, recorded live to podcasts on the 3rd of October 2019. This is Jim Hedrick from Digital East Media, and on behalf of Dave Davies from uh, Beanstalk Internet Marketing, we'll be back next week. Stay safe. Do well, and again, we'll talk to you next week.
1: The opinions expressed on the program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.